Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Keep Advancement Empowerment Podcast for Women. I am Coco. And y'all, I'm so glad to have each and every one of you here with me on today. If you don't mind, go ahead and share this live out right now. And, um, yeah, share this live out with your friends, your family, loved ones, especially the women in your family. So many times, you know, we just, we just keep good stuff to ourselves. And I don't want you to keep this to yourself because this is something that what we're talking about tonight is something that many women face and also many men face it. But tonight we're just going to talk about character assassination in general. All right. So make sure that you get this out. All righty. So I'm doing great today, y'all. I had a very productive day and now I'm ready to spend my 30 minutes with you all. So have you ever had someone to lie on you, slander your name, and the lie made others look at you differently? Maybe made you lose a job or, you know, broke up relationships, made people look at you funny uh, made people whisper behind your back and, you know, just kind of made people not even deal with you anymore. Well, that's character assassination. And what we are going to talk about during this episode of Kiva is character assassinate assassination. But first, let us pray. Heavenly Father, which are in heaven, I'm so thankful today. I'm so grateful to have another opportunity from you to witness before your people. Lord, I ask you right now to give endurance and strength to all those that are suffering from character assassination. I ask you to restore the good names of those that have been lied on, those that have been mocked, persecuted for your name's sake, and unrighteously, you know, um, just put out there for no reason at all, just because somebody hated them. I pray that those who may come in contact with these individuals rise up above the gossip, the lies and the slander and the slithering tongue of the enemy. Repent from all of your sins and be delivered from the gossip spirit in Jesus' name. I also pray for deliverance of the gossiper, that they will get the specks out of their own eyes before they say things that kill other spirits and others' reputation. Let us look to God as he continues to restore those that have been torn down through malicious intent. 
of others. Let us now hear what God has for us all according to his perfect will in Jesus name. Amen. Ooh, what a great prayer. Thank you God for that prayer. So character assassination is very serious. It's dangerous to the point that many lose their lives each year because of these lies and the slander. Uh, people, you know, people just really don't realize what it takes from a person. And I know sometimes it feels good to join in what everybody else is doing and to be part of something. But when you're part of something that is bringing another human being down and you're trying to make them lose their public, public confidence, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with those who get recruited and those who, 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 um, who draw out and cause this to happen to others. So let's get into this a little deeper. According to Google, character assassination is the malicious and unjustified harming of a person's good reputation. And it also means that it's, it's any type of harm that is brought upon a person's name to reduce them of their public confidence. Mm, my God. So the question I have for you is, has your character ever been assassinated? And if so, how did it make you feel? The second question I want you to think about as I go along with this is, how did the assassination make people treat you? And a third question, I didn't have it wrote down, but I'm going to go ahead and ask this question. Were you part of an assassination on someone's character? And that's a yes or a no. And, you know, because you just need to know. If you were a part of someone's character assassination, you can ask God for forgiveness. You can go to that person and ask for forgiveness. There's things you can do to make this right. Now, this is so serious that it's a civil issue and can turn into criminal. We are seeing more defamation of character criminal cases than ever before. The reason why character assassination is so serious is because the statements are lies. These false statements cause damage to one's reputation and even in worse cases, it could lead to someone being murdered or unaliving themselves. The intention is to destroy a person's public confidence by pulling others in to pull the this person down, the victim down, and to mentally abuse this person until they are just publicly shamed and humiliated. And the behaviors of this is not of a child of God. Now, it's important that I say that because it's, it's a lot of people who represent God that take part in pulling others down. This behavior is a seed of the sword, which means is if you fight with the sword, that's how you're going to get up out of here with the sword. So I hope y'all know that, right? So this behavior, this is not Christ-like. Christ didn't need to bring people down. People tried to bring him down. And yet, he had to keep going despite what was through on his name. 
So how does character assassination work? There are many ways for character assassination to start, but I'm going to give you the way, I'm going to give it to you in the way that may make it more understandable to you because I don't want to give you some fancy stages and ways that it was and you not understand. Because when you are dealing with these assassinators, they are skilled at what they do. When they come at a person, they come ready for them to die. They're waiting for them to die in spirit and in physical form. Because if you take a man's spirit, you've already killed him. So when you talk about somebody and what they've done, and it's a lie, you spread these lies just so you can get your way, have your way, because you're upset being a baby about something that happened. And now you want to bring another person down, somebody's son, daughter, niece, nephew. That is ridiculous, but y'all, it's a real thing. Because it works and it's so planned out and it's well thought of. It's well thought out. And the people that do this actually think that they, they've gotten away with something. And I'm going to tell you, you have not gotten away with a thing. What you've already done to somebody is already done to you. To do evil like this to innocent people, what does that make you? How does that make you? How do you see yourself? It's emotional violence against others. Social intelligence keeps us from joining in cliques that tell us, Hey, don't like that person just because I got a problem with them. You know, as me and my siblings were growing up, one thing I had to learn about social intelligence was that I didn't like everybody that my sister hung with, and she didn't like everybody that I hung with. But one thing about it, just because we didn't like it didn't mean we didn't respect it. Now we're in a world where people, if they don't like what you do, they'll go... And, and recruit people to come against you and bring you down. Social intelligence is necessary in this day and age. Because when you are socially mature, you can be around two people in the same room who don't like each other and still get along with both of them. Because you know where you stand. If I ain't got a problem with you, there's no need for me to come at you. But that's not how narcissists see things. Narcissists see things through a very small lens. And that lens is black and white. It's either my way or no way. That's how they see things. And they're not socially intelligent. Okay? So, the strategic planning is so well thought of that by time the person or target realizes that they are a target, their reputation has been ruined. And there, there's really no coming back from a bad reputation, from people um, characterizing your name like that. It is hard to come back. How do I know? Because I've experienced it. I'm in the midst of experiencing that type of treatment right now. But it's not going to stop what I have to do for God. I can't say, hey, Lord, uh, they're picking on me so bad right now that I can't serve you. No, that's not how it works. But this thing is well thought out. And once a person's reputation gets ruined, yeah, they can show back up. 
But people aren't going to forget what was said about them. They're not going to do it. And it's going to pass for generations. In some cases, this can be a lifelong sentence to somebody who did absolutely nothing but be themselves. In order to be socially intelligent, this part requires you to be the master of yourself. It requires you to master being calm, master having inner peace. It requires you to be kind of like, I would say you would need to have a Daniel-like spirit where you were around all these lions in a den, but still you kept your integrity. No matter who was looking, you still held on to your integrity. People who join in these assassinations don't have integrity for themselves or nobody else. And they may think they're doing their family a justice or a good thing. But whenever you are accusing people of something that they did not do. And they are suffering the consequences because of your lying tongue. you There's no way you're going to reap anything good out of that harvest. Now I'm going to go. And I'm going to go through these stages. But before I go through, through these stages. I want to say this. Your friends. Enemies. Shouldn't be yours. Anytime you take on another man's enemy, and I'm talking about outside of war, the military, but when you're just hating somebody just because somebody else hates them, it's you going to miss out on your blessing because God can use anybody. And the very person your friend is telling you to hate could be the very person that God sends to bless you. Just like me. Somebody told somebody to hate me. What if I'm the word one holding the word from God in my mouth to give you instruction on what to do to get your blessing? But because you hate me, you can't receive it from me. Therefore, you miss out on your blessing. Let's go to scripture. First Peter 3 and 16 says, having a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those reveal your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. So you got to stay consistent in the faith and who, with who your character is with Christ. See, if you go outside of the character of Christ, then that's when the slander and gossip will take you down. That's when you find yourselves joining into cliques to try to fit in and to rectify the situation. But whenever you stay in the conscious, in the spirit of the living God, and you walk by the spirit, those things that have came to shame you, God will give you double for your shame. And those things that have come to bring you down, God has a way of lifting those who are lowly in spirit. He will carry what you can carry. He can make your name greater than your enemy. Ezekiel 22 and 9 says, There are men in you who slander to shed blood, and people in you who eat on the mountains. They commit lewdness in your midst. Now, revile means to attack with evil words. Lewdness is when you got all these sexual acts and all this evil sin going on in certain places. Could be towns, whole towns, could be your home. Wherever this stuff is going on at and you're agreeing to it, 
just know that in due time, it's on your hands what you put out here on somebody else. When you slander somebody, that's your blood. Your blood. It's in your hands. Now, let's get on to the character assassination stages. The first stage is conflict. And this stage, these stages I didn't get from anywhere. I got this based upon, now it may be different for some, but based upon what I experienced personally. And I, I'm sharing this with you because you just never know when someone has it in for you. Because to this day, I still don't know who, who decided to, to throw my name out there. Who decided to try to make me look bad and make me feel bad and try to take my confidence away. I don't know who it was. But what I did know is that every time I got a funny look, I got a funny voice or somebody treated me different. Every time God wrapped me in his love and I came out that much stronger. That's how I'm here to speak to you about it. Because you get stronger. Every time you resist the temptation of the enemy to break you down, you come back stronger. Now, I'm not saying you're not going to feel what you're going through because you're going to feel it. It's going to hurt and it's going to feel like it's just about to drown you. But that's when you got to release, let it go refocus, repent, and move on. Okay, so the first stage is to know that it's a narcissist that is doing this. Only narcissists could be that low and evil to want to get back at somebody and and need other people to help them do it because you're strong. That's why it takes a lot of people. When you're strong in the Lord, that's why they come at you because they know that you are strong in the Lord. Uh, the conflict with the victim is the first stage. The person may know about this conflict or the person may not know that somebody's upset with them. They may not know that there's this hit out there on their name. They are chosen to be a target. They are chosen to be destroyed. Their character is chosen to be demolished, tore down, made to look bad. They have been chosen. The second stage is uh, this person, the antagonist who has chose you to be a target of character assassination. This person goes and recruits others. This can be the community, friends, victims, family, social media, places of worship. Restaurant, businesses, clubs, little societies that you don't know nothing about. It can be anybody. It can be the person sitting right next to you right now has been recruited to tear your name down. They have been recruited to monitor everything that you do and say so they can report it back to the narcissist. And the narcissist come up with a scenario to put back to the public. To say that, hey, we need to isolate this person. We need to vanish this person. Because this person is is talking crazy and, and they're saying things that they're going to do. Well, the truth is, it's not you the one saying things. It's the narcissist saying things. But he's projecting himself onto all of those that would listen. Or she. 
he or she is projecting themselves to anybody that would listen. They're spreading that lie around. And they are feeling good about it. Alright, let me turn my page here. Because y'all know we have notes that we go by. Yes, we do. So the antagonist slanders the victims and warns others, you better join us or else you will be a victim next. You don't join my team and help me bring her down, that means you're an enemy of mine. And that means now I've got to get somebody on you too. And so people out of fear will join in with the narcissist because they don't want to go through, they know, they know what it's like to see this person getting beat up emotionally. They know what it's like firsthand to see somebody's name getting drugged through the mud. So they don't want any part of that. So they choose to join in with the narcissist out of fear. Sometimes they choose to join in so that they will not be rejected from the communities. Or sometimes they just choose to join in because they're evil and want to see. They want to do evil things because that's how they live. That's how they get their strength. They're just like the narcissist. They are narcissists, all right? And some people join in because they like the incentives. They like getting paid. They love money, so they just can't turn it down. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you everything you need to know. Um, how much am I getting? So this gossip and slandering this person's name is, is going out now. This is the second stage. They're out here, and they're putting it, the team together. They've got people recruited in now. And an example of a false statement about someone can be calling someone lazy, incompetent, or dishonest without having any evidence to support the claim. That's like somebody would say, I'm lazy, and I don't like cleaning up, but they had... They don't have no proof that I'm lazy. They see my house may be one way, but there's no real proof that it's because I'm lazy, especially if I have some type of condition. And they didn't mention the condition to you. All they told you was that I was lazy. Better be careful what you write on social media because little simple words like that can get you a lawsuit of defamation of character if it's not true. And you have told more than two to three people. You can be get you can get charged with that. Now, okay. So Trump said to a woman recently, like a few days ago, this woman she accused him of rape, and he called this woman whack for saying that she raped that he raped her. And I'm gonna tell you what happened. This hurt her reputation really bad. And she went into court and she sued him for what he said about her. And she just won $83.3 million. She sued him and won. But money can't heal her reputation. She has to go to a higher power to be healed in the spirit of when your character has been assassinated. Do you know assassinated means death? It means to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what it is. And once that happens to a person, they have to find another way to live, a new way to live. Second thing, second example of a false statement is calling someone mentally ill or unstable to give discredit to the person's name. So if they try to get help from anybody, once they start saying, hey, 
they they're they're talking about me and this thing is hurting me. I, I've lost my job because of what they say. Well, when they go and start telling other people because people have made them to look crazy, what's gonna happen is it's gonna be a discredit to their name. And once that discredit is there, if that person tries to get help, they will be wrought off wrote off as crazy and not a liable source. The third way, third example is cyberbullying. It has become a form of character assassination. Be mindful how you post even even if everyone else is doing it. Be mindful. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For what you say, because you just might cause a character injury to someone. Now. The next thing, the fourth, is defamation is a civil wrong. Just like a personal injury case, somebody gets in the accident or somebody accidentally hurts themselves on the job and they have to go do these personal injury lawsuits consisting of statements that can injure a person's reputation. What do you think that is? That's a character injury. So don't you think there ought to be a lawsuit for you too for hurting someone's character? And once you injure someone, the same way a person would get compensation that has been in a in a personal injury is the same way someone can get comp, comp, compensation that has been in a defamation injury. When it's written... When it's a written statement or states, they are called, or statements, I'm sorry, or statements, they are called liable. And if it's spoken defamation, it's called slander. Oh, I better hurry up. Time just is flying. Proverbs 11 and 19. With their mouths, the godless destroy their righteousness. I mean, destroy their neighbors, but through knowledge, the righteous escape. See, there is a way of escape, but we're going to get there. So we're going to keep talking about stage two. In stage two is when the sensory overload is to get a response. At this point, the person who is defamed can sue the person who said or wrote the defaming statements about them. Because they didn't told everybody, so now you overload it and you just feel like, you're like, all this is coming at me at once. I don't know what to do. I'm pressured. I'm pressured. They're talking about me over here. They're talking about me over here. So it causes a sensory overload. And sometimes people have a nervous breakdown because of this. Okay? So at this point, now we're at stage three, consequences of what's being said, character destruction. The individual's reputation and credibility has been ruined. 
Now, since the recruitment has happened and the smear campaign has begun, the individual's reputation is ruined. The smear campaign appears to be successful, and the outcome is a damaged reputation. A killed reputation. The victim is not now wise in what's going on. Is now starting to, I mean, the victim is none, you know, the victim doesn't know what's going on until it starts hitting physically and mentally and emotionally. And they start noticing that people are smirking and saying things behind their back and looking at them funny. So now the consequences of the smear are, are starting to be directly and indirectly. The character attacks are back-to-back verbal and nonverbal assaults and harassment. Stones are being thrown now to question the person's morals, integrity, and public image. Rumors are going around now like wildfire just spreading. You're helping spread. Them, spreading them, your children spreading them. Everybody is now gossiping about this individual. Group chats are going off. Texts are coming in. Photos of them, inappropriate and appropriate photos are coming in and out. The past is being slandered. Personal secrets are being told. Now, this is to tarnish the victim, to bring them to a silence. So that they will no longer be valid in their community, in their own hometown. Their livelihood has been attacked and almost to a complete stop at this point. Some of the victims may become depressed and, as I said before, suicidal. Some of them may end up leaving their hometowns. Some of them are now experiencing the worst feeling They've had in their entire life. They are now experiencing cyber and social groups bullying, community rejection, professional bullying. They are losing out on professional achievements or being stripped from them because of what's being said about them. They they are experiencing vandalism. And that's on their jobs, at their homes, in the yards. They're going through a lot of things right now because of what this narcissist went and lied about and and recruited people to help him or her. I keep saying him, but it's him or her. And this person is now down to nothing. All they had was their name. And now it seems to be no good at all. The damage is done, and the damage has spread like wildfire. And the damage can potentially last for a lifetime. You know, the thing about a lie is that it will continue to be passed on and on. You are going to need you. If this is you, if you are going through character assassination, whether it be your husband did it to you, an old boyfriend, it doesn't matter. If you are going through this, you are going to need you like never before. You're going to need to be sober-minded, vigilant, because now, 
people you don't know are going to worship you. And that's the worst thing that you can have is people worshiping you and not God. When I found out that people could worship such a person and it be in numbers, large numbers, it broke my heart. And I had to get over that part initially. I had to get over that first. I had to get delivered from people because I was like, these are people that I know and love and I grew up with in the community. We go to some of the same churches and fellowship and here they was slandering my name for no reason at all only because whatever happened happened I don't know what happened I can't I can't tell you what happened all I know is the slander was real and I know the one thing I realized that it was people around me too that took place in it so I was like okay and you have to step back and you have to pray. You can't leave everybody. You can't isolate yourself from everybody. And it's not good to be isolated. So I don't recommend isolating yourself just because people are defaming your name. But what you can do is be there for you. Sober-minded and vigilant and prayerful. Character recovery and healing is going to take time. But there is recovery for you. First, I would say in the recovery process is to have a mindful attitude. Use mindfulness. Check your attitude. Practice believing that God is enough. Even if nobody says thank you or does the right thing anymore, you believe that God is enough. That's the first thing I want you to do. Let God create the new you daily. Know that God is bigger than your name. Rely on him daily and him alone. Give your name back to him. The same way the mother's, um, what was her name? Hannah. Hannah dedicated her son back to God. Dedicate your name back to God. See, because then they can hit it. And it ain't got nothing on God. No matter how many times they hit it. The second thing is. Character assassination is done to make you respond. So that you can look like the allegations that they have put out against you. Stay calm. And don't react. If you want to see a guilty dog. I promise you a guilty dog will bark. When you don't react to the to the insults. They will get mad. They will start coming out of the woodworks. When you don't respond. You see because. God already told us. That the battle is not ours. But it's his. Even though we carry it for him. It's still not ours. So don't take it on now. Set yourself down, and even if you feel like responding, go write a response on a piece of paper. Go write a prayer. Go tell God about it. Because at this time, when your name gets assassinated, there's really not too many people you're going to be able to trust to handle, you know, your emotional needs. And so you're going to need to step up and do it yourself. 
Don't even try to defend every word or insult, but be mindful. Take notes. This is why you need to stay sober-minded. Because remember I told you, if you get what you need, you can do what you need to do. And in this time, during this stage of recovery, you start taking notes and names of people who saying what. Now, it may end up being a lot of names. And do it, I would say do it whenever you feel that it's necessary to do it. And whenever you have concrete evidence of something that they did or said about you, then you save that for your records and your evidence, and then you sue. Yes. You can sue. And if they start vandalizing your stuff and, and and doing things to you, physical assaults, then you go and there's something called warrants that you can take out. It becomes criminal after that. Okay? The fourth thing I need for you to do is to stay active in life. Do not, do not isolate. Don't stay away from town. Stay active. Keep showing up to life. Keep loving people. Keep love alive in your heart. Continue being the professional that you are. If you work in a professional environment, continue being the mother that you are. Whoever you are to people or who you were before this happened, be greater. Be greater now. Because you're still a child of God. They can't take that from you. Because you will get knocked down in this battle. But again, it's not yours. So you just have to be careful and be mindful and continue being who you are. See, when you try to be somebody else or try to handle the situation on your own, you're going to make a mess. So whenever you get knocked down, I need for you to read scriptures to train yourself in the spirit for the battle so that you can get back up. There are scriptures that you can read. I don't have them written down today, but there are scriptures that you can read to train yourself to get back up in the battle because this thing is spiritual. This is spiritual warfare. This is, these things aren't carnal. These, this is a spiritual battle. Half the time, you can't even see what's really coming at you. And it's a good thing you can't because you probably probably would run away from it or, or try to run and hurt yourself trying to run from it. You ever seen somebody who was scared of a dog and they took off running and because they were so scared, they hurt themselves more than the dog was trying to... The dog was trying to be friendly, but they took off running so bad that they fell and hurt themselves. That's what will happen. You'll start running and running and running until you wear yourself out. So instead of running and instead of trying to respond back, go study the word of God and find which scriptures apply to whatever you just heard on that day. Don't try to take in all the other days. Just stay in the moment within that day. The more you expose yourself to those who slander you, slander your name and mock you, the less sensitive you become. See, that's the thing that the narcissist didn't plan on you learning or knowing is that the more you are exposed to something, the more sensitive you become. That means, I mean, the more, am I saying sensitive or am I trying to say desensitive? You're desensitized to it. That's what I'm trying to say. 
the more you desensitize to it, the more you are exposed to it. It's kind of like, think about when you first get in the pool and that water's cold. And the more you keep going further and further in it and staying in it, it gets warmer and warmer. That's what it's like. You desensitize to the attacks. And you're no longer sensitive toward the attacks, which means that now when they start attacking you, you look and say, oh, yeah, okay. But, you know, God dealt with that one before. He, he'll do it again. So get to a point where you desensitize yourself from the things that keep bothering you about other people. Because we can't change other people. We can dislike what they do, but we cannot change other people. Um... Next thing is be patient with yourself. Getting over character assassination takes time. And just like I said, it could be a long, a lifelong battle. So you need to save your energy. Don't wreck yourself. Just save your energy and let God do all that he's going to do for you. There will be times when God will tell you to step in and do your part. And again, that's keeping the records, keeping the notes of what's going on, but not to the point where you are consuming that and conforming to their behavior. Because you can easily slip right into this behavior of consuming everything that they do to the point where that's all you think about day and night. No, we don't want you doing that. We want you living a productive life. I want you living a greater life than it was before. And it's possible. I know for a fact it's possible because I'm living it right now. Number six, stop explaining to others who can't help you. It's better to wait in silence for real help than to feed the enemy out of your mouth. Stop talking about it to people who can't help you. It's just like it says, those people are just waiting for you to tell them what happened. You ever get people call you on the phone and you know usually they don't call you. And all of a sudden you're getting calls. Hey, how you doing? And in your mind the whole time you're talking on the phone, you're like, this person don't never call me. I wonder why they calling me. They calling you because they are informers. They inform the narcissist of what you got going on. And they know that you're so close to them that you'll start talking. You'll start telling stuff. You'll get relaxed and let your guard down and start telling them you're all in all. And next thing you know, you'll see people coming around you saying things that you only told the informer. Only tell people who can help you. Other than that, don't don't tell them what's going on in your life. Tell God. He'll put the right people in your path that you can talk to soon enough. Don't rush it. Because it takes time. God putting the right people in your life takes time because he's perfecting them. Oh, excuse me. He's perfecting perfecting them to be used for his glory. And sometimes that look, takes a little time. I mean, people are people. So it takes a little time. So I hope that y'all have gotten something out of this. And I have one more scripture that I want to read. Because that scripture was really on my mind. Galatians 6 and 1. It was on my mind before I even had started, but now I just find that now is a fitting time that I can read it out to you. Let me get to it. Because we got to be careful not to take part in what they are doing. You know, if you keep responding to everything they're doing, you're taking part in it. 
Okay, brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. So you've got to watch. You've got to keep watch on yourself. You're going to have to be around them, but you don't have to partake in what they do. And that goes for those of you too who have been requested and recruited. You don't have to take part in that. You've got to get your own social intelligence together. Stop letting people tell you who to like and dislike. That is the most sickening thing. When you grow up, you grow up individually. When you get judged by God, that friend is not going to be on the side of you. When you see God, you're going to have to see God for yourself. You will have to see him for yourself. So stop entertaining that nonsense. Matthew 16 and 6 says, Jesus said to them, watch and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Watch and beware. When your character is at stake and people are putting their mouth on you, watch and beware. Not only do you watch what they are doing, but you watch what God is doing. Because what God is going to do, it ain't no bout about it. What he is going to do is make all things work for your good. There's no bout or about. He's going to do it. Do it for you. Make all things work for your good. Genesis 2 and 17, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat for in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. So the minute that you take part in this character assassination thing, this is the moment that you have lost your life. This is the moment that you have given up on yourself when you have to join forces with somebody else to bring an innocent person down, innocent bloodshed, because somebody don't like somebody, because somebody told somebody no. You don't want to end up in a position where you are now spiritually dead. Because it's going to come back around. So be careful. The tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. You better be watchful what you're eating out here. And what you're saying about God's people. You don't know who God has called in the season to be your healing. You don't know who God has called to speak into your life. It's just ignorant when you all of a sudden assume a person is bad based upon what somebody else told you. The root and the love of money. People will sell their souls for $20 these days. $5. You better be careful. Watch well as pray. The one's name who you have threw dirt on is already healed. They just got to know how to walk in it. All right. So that's what I have. And that's what I feel comfortable saying. I know we went over on time, but I did want to get those uh, scriptures in there. 
And I'm trying to look over and see do I have any other little side notes that I want to say. And I don't think I do have any side notes. So I'm going to end this with watch and take care of yourself. Galatians 6 and 1. The enemy does come to kill, steal, and rob. They may take your name and, and run it around. But one thing about it is, is if God don't say they can have it, if God don't say tear it down, your name can go around the world. But God will keep your name lifted. So don't worry about your name on tonight. Don't worry about what you did in your past. Don't worry about what you did yesterday. And if there are things that really do tarnish your character, pray about it. Ask God for repentance if you have a sin sin sincere heart. Ask for repentance. All right, y'all. So peace, love, and happiness. And I will see y'all next Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Miss Coco Bowden, and I'm getting up out of here.